It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network, which is America's number one daily podcast network. Thanks again for joining us on this Thursday edition of the show, a jam-packed edition. We got a preview, a WCC showdown between BYU and San Francisco tonight at the Marriott Center. You'll hear from BYU forward Gavin Baxter about that game and also just some of his thoughts on how his game is evolving as his freshman season plays out. We also got to run through a flurry of 2020 football recruiting offers that went out as well. And of course, get you the schedule of where BYU teams are in action today. There's a lot of them starting their weekends early on a Thursday, so we'll catch up on all that as well. All right, let's get going. This is Locked on Cougars for February 21st, 2019. Hey guys, I'm Jay Catch, your Locked On Cougars podcast host, BYU Insider for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, bringing you the BYU news you need to know each and every day right here on the podcast. Hopefully you guys are all having a great day whenever you hear this. A lot to talk about today. We're going to start off with BYU in San Francisco. A massive showdown at the Marriott Center tonight as BYU looks to kind of strengthen their hold on the second seed in the West Coast Conference against the Dons, who have got plans of their own. They, they, they feel like they can come in here, beat BYU, take the season series from them after a beating that they administered to the Cougars earlier this season there in San Francisco. And this is going to be an interesting game to watch because if BYU wins this, they go two and a half games up on San Francisco and pending how things go for St. Mary's tonight, hold on to at least a one and a half game lead on the Gales. So this game goes a long way towards determining who gets that second seed in the West Coast Conference Tournament. Uh, BYU players and coaches, we talked to them yesterday, uh, both said that, yeah, it is something we acknowledge. We understand where we kind of stand, where we want to be when it comes to the West Coast Conference Tournament tournament coming up here in a week or so, or two, actually two weeks or so, and they they know how important it is to get that double buy. So they're taking this game very seriously. Dave Rose said yesterday that he feels like this game against San Francisco has the same feel that, it, that the St. Mary's rematch had earlier this season where he feels like BYU's players are a little more locked in. They understand that they got blown out on the road. They're at War Memorial Gym, and they want some revenge. And I think that uh, that can help BYU in this game. This game is scheduled for 7 o'clock Mountain Time at the Marriott Center. I would encourage you to get your tickets. Go to BYUcougars.com or BYUtickets.com. Get your tickets there. Uh, I'm expecting the Marriott Center to be quite loud tonight. It should be a packed house. If you can't make it out to the game, you're not here in Utah, etc., you can watch it on BYU TV. Uh, and you also can hear it on the BYU Sports Network on the radio side of things. And I don't think I can emphasize enough how big this game is. It's the biggest game to this point of the season for the Cougars, plain and simple. Uh, BYU wins this game, like I said, a two-and-a-half game lead on San Francisco in the West Coast Conference, and then also at least a one-and-a-half game lead on St. Mary's, pending how the Gales do tonight in their game. And that would go a long way. Really, this game, I think, could be the linchpin. If, they win, if, you, if BYU wins this game, 
I think theoretically you can look at it and say, yeah, okay, they're going to be the number two seed in the WCC tournament. BYU only has three games remaining in their conference season while St. Mary's and San Francisco still have four remaining. I'm expecting BYU on Saturday to lose at Gonzaga. Um, so pending how tonight goes, you can have a very strong hold with really one game that's up in the air. That game, home game against San Diego a week from Saturday really being the only thing standing between you and that double bye into the conference semifinals. Well, without uh, me breaking it down too much further, let's get to an interview. I had a chance to catch up with Gavin Baxter, BYU breakout freshman forward, a guy that I was pumping up all in the preseason throughout the early part of the season. Kind of fell off the wagon a little bit, but it's bounced back very nicely. Uh, You may hear some chuckling going on during this interview. I'll explain why after we play it. But here's myself with Gavin Baxter yesterday following practice. On a five-game winning streak, you guys have... With some of the changes in the starting lineup, it's kind of coincided with this streak. What has gone into you guys kind of turning the season around? I think our main uh, main thing that has really turned around for us is just our mindset when it comes to defense. Um, earlier in the season, we were um, not a great defensive team, but I think uh, we have just made that our number one focus, and that's won us, um, I think, in these five games that we've played. It's just our defense and our mindset of... Um, making it harder for teams to score. So that's really done it for us, I think. Looking back at the Loyola Marymount game, you guys closed that game on, I think it was a 25-8 run. You only gave up one made field goal in like the last 10 or so minutes. How impressive was that? You you looking back at that, like on film, how impressive was that to you personally? I think it just shows us um, what we're capable of as a team. I mean, for them to only score one field goal in like the last, like you said, 9 or 10 minutes, like that's... That's pretty crazy. And um, for us to uh, go on a run offensively um, after that, I think it's the defense, um, playing tough defense fuels our offensive runs, and so that was huge for us. This week, San Francisco, you guys are trying to get some retribution for getting to be pretty soundly out there. Yeah. But you also have, you're also staring at a date at number two Gonzaga in the yeah. face as well. How important is this week to your guys' season in your mind? Um, just the, the games keep getting bigger, and these two are um, – probably the biggest of the season just the the timing of it all and like you said we uh didn't play our best game in san francisco and so we want to get back at them and then we got contact so this is just it's a big week and we got to be ready for it the san francisco game in particular you go a long way to determine if you guys get that second seed is that being discussed at all between you between you guys or even with the coaches at all yeah we're trying to hold on to that that second um place seed and so that'll be big for us if we can get that going into the tournament with that, I know you guys are every everybody's goal is to make the NCAA tournament at the end of the year. But how important would it be for you guys to have a double bye to get into that semifinal and have to technically play two games to make your dream come true? That would be huge for us, um, and so that goes into like you said this week just being huge. And so we really gotta have the right mindset and um, just know that it's it's still possible to make that tournament. We just have to put it together. And so it's a big week. I want to talk about your personal game. Your first year back off your mission. You've kind of had to break out the last few games where you've started to really impact the box score. What's gone into that? Um, just, I think it's uh, the right timing. Just um, with me and uh, coming back off the mission, like you said, it takes a while for you to get back into things. And so, uh, for me to to be where I'm at right now is big. And I think um, it's just the hard work paying off. Trying to get back in shape after those two years off. And so I just think it's it's a lot of 
right timing for me. I remember, Coach, in the preseason, we, you were a guy that people were looking to to maybe be an impact guy early in the year, but he talked about the fact, hey, we got to teach him to not try and block everything. What's going on? Is it just repetition, just learning, hey, this is when I should go up for it, this is when I shouldn't? Yeah, um, you'd like to block every shot, but, of course, there's the ones that, that are going to be easier to get and uh, ones that you got to kind of stay down on, but um, still going to go after every shot. What's the most um, improvement you feel you made in your offensive game? Um, I think for me, uh, just around the basket, um, being able to to catch passes that are um, coming quick or you know no look passes um, from the guards, and so I just think um, court awareness is is really been big for me. In today's modern game, is it? Um possible for a, I guess a back to the basket guy like a Yoli to really I guess I don't know we see in the NBA of course positionless basketball become all yeah. the rage is that is the day and age of the consummate big man with his back to the basket dead and gone in your mind um I think it's it's headed that way like you said positionless basketball is is uh kind of the way things are going um with not only the NBA but college and so Guys got to be ready to play all positions and handle the ball and shoot the ball. So I'd say, yeah. How many positions do you feel like you can guard personally? Um, on a good day, all five. <laughs> on a good day. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Gavin, thanks so much. Yeah, no problem. There you go, Gavin Baxter. Thank him for taking the time. And if you heard the chuckling, I don't know if it necessarily came across too much, but Yoli Childs, ever the showman and the showboat, always having fun with his teammates, was standing behind me facing Gavin as I'm interviewing Gavin, doing all the different dances from Fortnite, the floss, all the different things you see on that game. And credit to Gavin he held it together pretty well so hat goes off to him thank him for taking the time you heard him say yeah we understand this game goes a long way we want that double bye we want to be in the conference semifinal because it makes their ultimate dream of making the NCAA tournament that much easier and okay easier is relative because they're probably going to face a top two or three ranked Gonzaga team who just looks unbeatable in my mind in that conference final but at the very minimum, you give yourselves a fighting chance, and that's the biggest thing you have to go on when it comes to BYU. But this game tonight against San Francisco is just a massive, massive showdown. Uh, Charles Minland and Frankie Ferrari, I still believe that's the best name in the conference this year, Frankie Ferrari, are their leading scorers for the Dons. Minland averages 14.9 points per game, while Ferrari averages 14.3 points per game, but also adds 5.4 assists per game on average. Uh, they're the backcourt, the kind of leads the way for San Francisco, but they've got a very big front line, and uh, Dave Rose yesterday admitted it. He said that, hey, they've got some big guys, Matt McCarthy and Jimbo Lowell. They're two big guys in the middle, said that they really cause problems for us when they get those deep catches in the post, speaking of getting opportunities in the low post on passes from the guards getting feeding them inside and McCarthy averages 9.4 points per game with six and a half rebounds on average Jimbo Lull averaging eight and a half points per game and 5.3 rebounds per game but these two guys only average they average less than 20 minutes a game this is a team San Francisco's got a lot of depth on their front courts so they spread out the minutes uh, the f- highest average uh, minutes per game is Frankie Ferrari who plays 33 minutes and they go deep they go eight or nine guys deep so this is going to be interesting to see if BYU can withstand kind of the waves of what San Francisco can throw at the Cougars tonight 
an important game, a big game. The Marriott Center should be rocking. I'm expecting a large crowd, a very vocal crowd. I would encourage you guys, if you guys do not have plans tonight, don't have something pressing, go out to the Marriott Center. Enjoy the game. Go to BYUtickets.com. Get tickets to the game. Come out and enjoy it. It should be just an absolutely phenomenal atmosphere for a BYU game. All right, so there you go. Some of my thoughts on this game going down tonight. We'll come back on the other side, switch gears a little bit, talk some BYU football, and talk about some of the offers that went out yesterday. An update for you guys. I mentioned yesterday we are hoping to have Andrew Gentry, one of the top-rated offensive linemen in the Western United States, a guy that BYU is very much in the mix for on the podcast today. That'll be coming on tomorrow's show, just kind of a programming note for you. All right, we'll step aside here, come back on the other side, and talk a little bit of BYU football with football recruiting. It never ends. It's always going. You're always recruiting. We'll talk about that next right here on Locked on Cougars. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. are locked on Cougars and we are your daily source for all things BYU news and a reminder for you guys if you guys are in your car commuting or just making the drive wherever you're going you can listen to this podcast real easy all you tell is your smart device your smartphone whatever you've got play podcast locked on Cougars and you'll have the latest and greatest in BYU news with myself Jay Catch right here on this daily podcast simple as that modern technology is awesome we talk about it a lot on this show but check that out all right BYU football recruiting never stops they just finished up the 2019 class and all of a sudden they're right back into it with the 2020 class throwing out a flurry of offers earlier this week talk about some of those guys but I did want to mention that uh, they did add a commitment to the 2019 class and it looks like a preferred walk-on I'm not 100% sure on this but Ryan Gunn a kid from northern Utah uh, offensive defensive line prospect 6'4 220 pounds is going to join the BYU football program congratulations to him on joining BYU His body type, he's a wrestler, I believe, kind of leads me to think that they may suit him up at defensive end, but we'll see where it ultimately shakes out for him. I'm unsure of him having mission plans for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I almost said LDS mission plans, but got to make sure I use the right terminology. And we'll see what happens with that. But in the 2020 class, BYU is getting into some of the top prospects as early as they possibly can. Uh, They kind of went all over the Western United States. They started off in Arizona was the first one that I saw. A kid named Israel Benjamin. He's a running back from Saguaro High School there in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, He's a great running back prospect. And we've talked a lot of running backs on this podcast of late. BYU trying to kind of bolster that position. Well, Benjamin is a big-time running back. He's not the tallest guy. 5'9", weighs 190 pounds. He's in the 2020 class. Currently rated as a two-star prospect there at Saguaro High School. But watching his film, I'm really thinking that he's going to... 
He's going to maybe get to a three-star status. He's a smart kid. He's got offers from the Ivy League schools and Army currently. We'll see what happens with his recruitment because when BYU kind of hops in with kids, you see a flurry of offers from other kind of pseudo G5 slash low-end P5 schools all of a sudden because they feel like, oh, if this kid could crack BYU or make it at BYU, we'll offer him. Second up on the list is a kid by the name of Joey Hobart. He is from San Juan Hills Capistrano. Sorry, San Juan Hills High School in San Juan Capistrano, California. And if that school sounds familiar, it's the same school that just gave BYU Cade Albright in their 2019 class. Uh, BYU becomes Hobart's second offer behind San Jose State. He's a wide receiver for San Juan Hills High School. Uh, Aaron Roderick mainly uh, kind of covers Orange County recruiting down there. I'm assuming he's probably recruiting Joey Herbert, Hobart down there. Uh, 24-7 Sports lists him at 5'10", 170 pounds. So kind of your prototypical uh, wide receiver height. Maybe a little on the short end, but you kind of deal with that. You take the good with the bad. Uh, Cole Taylor, a tight end from Grand Junction Central High School in Grand Junction, Colorado. Uh, big-time prospect coming out of Grand Junction, Colorado. A six foot six, 225-pound prospect. He's already got an offer from Arkansas and Cal and Colorado as P5 schools. Oh, also Michigan. Excuse me. Michigan is the big one here alongside Cal, Colorado, and Arkansas. Big frame, tight end. BYU, of course, loves their tight ends. They want guys that can catch passes. And like I said, you don't normally see guys from Grand Junction, Colorado, getting P5 offers from Michigan and the like. But Cole Taylor, you watch his film, he's a pretty fluid athlete, and at six foot six, 225 pounds, he's got the frame that everybody desires for a tight end. You can put some weight on that frame and make him the tight end that you always dream of. Uh, BYU is going to have their work cut out for them if they're going to land a kid like this. And I would expect with these big-time offers, it might be a little more of a stretch for BYU to get in to the race and really catch uh, Cole Taylor, but they hey, they toss their hat in the ring and they'll see what happens. And then one final note I wanted to mention here is a kid that I've kind of been tracking a little bit. I really like his film. I really feel like he's got a lot of ability, a lot of speed, and that's be playing at wide receiver mainly, is Roman Wilson, a wide receiver from St. Louis High School in Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, Wilson He's not a very big kid. He's listed at five foot eleven, 155 pounds, but he does play for one of the better high school programs in Hawaii there at St. Louis. Uh, fast, quick wide receiver. You watch me on film. He's dynamic. He's getting up and down the field. Currently rated as a three-star prospect according to the 24-7 sports composite ratings. And I'm interested to see... Um, how BYU goes about recruiting him because he's got offers currently from hometown Hawaii, Southern Utah, and Utah State. So not the biggest uh, offer list currently, but he is explosive. He's fast. He's shifty. I really feel like he looks like the type of guy you have in Aleva Hifo currently on BYU's roster. And of course, you always can find a role for that guy because the fly sweeps, their ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, also just make plays as a traditional wide receiver. That dynamic weapon is a big deal. And Roman Wilson, yeah, five foot eleven, one hundred and fifty-five pounds. And the weight does concern you a little bit, but the hope is, I think, if you're a program, you just sign him and you get him in the weight room, bulk him up a little bit, and then he's okay to go. So there you go, a flurry of offers from BYU coaches over this past week. I'm sure there'll be more coming out as kind of the spring evaluation period takes place. I'm excited to catch up with Andrew Gentry and play that on tomorrow's show. I talk with him about his recruiting process because everything indicates that he's kind of looking to get this get this thing out of the way. He wants to be done with recruiting before his 
senior season out there at Columbine High School in Colorado is done with. He's got an older brother on BYU's team in JT Gentry who's coming off an LDS mission or a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Does that really matter to you guys? By the way, I, I'm going to interrupt here. Does that really matter to you guys if I use the term Mormon and LDS on this podcast? If it does, let me know. If it doesn't, okay. I just I, I wonder because I know that the church has asked us to use the name of the church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but using LDS and Mormon is just so ingrained in our culture here in the United States and even worldwide that I'm just so used to it. So if you have an opinion one way or the other, hit me up at Locked on Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Also, my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch. Let me know if it bugs you. If it doesn't, great. If it does, let me know. I I don't know. I just I, I try and play both sides of the coin. So hopefully it doesn't uh, disrupt you guys when you listen to this podcast. I didn't mean to take that, like, take that right turn right off into a, a side topic, but getting back to the point here is BYU a uh, big time opportunity here I think that Andrew Gentry could definitely be a big time impact guy if you were able to land him early in this recruiting class it sounds like he's got plans to get this thing out of the way have it done this summer and have his commitment locked in so I'm excited to catch up with Andrew Gentry and we'll have that on the podcast tomorrow hopefully for you it's the plan at least all right let's step aside here we'll come back got a lot of sports news from other BYU sports to get to as well as a packed schedule for a Thursday in BYU sports we'll all get to next as we wrap up the show thanks again for joining me this is Locked On Cougars this Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down how are your resolutions coming one of mine was to order less takeout cook more at home but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. as we close out this edition of Locked on Cougars. Thanks again to you guys for joining the show. It's a blast to bring this to you guys each and every day. Got a packed schedule in terms of BYU sports going on today and this evening. We'll run down that in a minute, but I did want to mention uh, one thing is a ranking uh, for BYU men's tennis. They have accomplished their highest ranking since 2010. They're now ranked number 27 in the latest ITA Oracle Collegiate Tennis Tennis Division 1 team rankings. The last time the Cougars ranked higher than this at number 27 was in 2010 with the number 23 ranking so congratulations to brad pierce and his team cool to see them inside the top 30 hopefully they keep it going keep moving up in the rankings uh, they finished 2-0 this past weekend with 4-0 sweeps of new mexico and uc irvine they're back at home this weekend taking on air force tomorrow and then denver on saturday so 
get out there, get enjoy that free pizza. I think they still do it, the free pizza at BYU men's tennis matches, and they're now a top 30 ranked team. So best of luck to them moving forward. Uh, one basketball note I wanted to get to is that TJ Hawes and Luke Worthington who are BYU's team captains this year, have been named to the WCC All-Academic Team for this season, the 2018-19 season. So congratulations uh, to both players. Haas is one of four players to repeat as an All-Academic Team selection. Worthington earned WCC All-Academic Honorable Mention honors last season. So congratulations to those two players. Haas is in the finance program at the Marriott School with a 3.48 GPA as a junior. That's incredible because if anybody has been through the through the uh, business program at BYU knows how tough it is. Worthington carries a 3.42 GPA in family life. So congratulations to both players on that well-deserved honor. Dave Rose was very complimentary of them yesterday about that saying it's it's tough to balance it, but his hat goes off to his team captains for leading the way both on the court and also in the classroom. All right, let's run down what's going on today and tonight in sports. We'll start off with women's softball. They start off their play at the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic in Cathedral City, California, the big league's dream complex. They're taking on Nebraska this morning at 11.30 a.m. Mountain Time. You can get live stats by going to BYUcougars.com. They'll follow that up with a game at 2 o'clock against Missouri, one of the national powers in softball. That's at 2 o'clock there again in Central Cathedral City, California. So best of luck to the softball team as they look to continue their season, playing some big-time opponents early in the season like they normally do. Men's golf begins their second tournament of the spring season today at the John A. Burns Tournament at Wailua Golf Course in Hawaii. Uh, that goes today through Saturday. They're in Lihue, Hawaii. So best of luck to the men's golf team as they look to continue to kind of bolster their position as one of the top-ranked teams in the country. The WCC is always a good golf conference, so best of luck to them with that. Uh, the men's and women's uh, swimming and diving teams are in the MPSF Swimming and Diving Championships this week. It started yesterday. It runs through the weekend there in Loa Mirada, California. So best of luck to both the men's and women's swimming and diving teams there. Men's baseball is going to be in action this evening. They're taking part in the Kleberg Bank College College Classic in Corpus Christi, Texas. They're going to face Texas A&M Corpus Christi tonight at five o'clock Mountain Time. Excuse me, I said almost said six o'clock. Five o'clock Mountain Time. A live video feed, and also you can hear it on BYU Radio 107.9 FM only. If you want to go catch that game before the BYU basketball game for a bit, you can do that. It'll be at What a Burger Field. What a great name there in Corpus Christi. I mentioned men's basketball in action tonight when they host San Francisco in that W. WCC Showdown at the Marriott Center. Big time game. It's going to be on BYU TV. It'll be on BYU Radio as well. Sirius XM 143 and 89.1 FM. You also can hear it on KSL 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. So you can catch the game that way. Should be a fun night of BYU sports. Here's hoping that softball, baseball, basketball, and also the golf team have good showings on the first day. And then there's continued good showings for the men's and women's swimming and diving teams. It's a big weekend ahead. We'll be covering everything for you as we always do on tomorrow's show, recapping what happens today and tonight. We'll also get you ready for the weekend ahead. Big recap of San Francisco. And like I said, hopeful of having a conversation with offensive tackle prospect 
Andrew Gentry on tomorrow's show, or I guess an offensive tackle per se, offensive line prospect Andrew Gentry on tomorrow's show as well. So it should be a lot of fun. We'll catch it then. Have a great day. Enjoy the game tonight. Get out and support the Cougars if you're going to be able to get down to the Marriott Center. Should be a fun environment. With that, I'll say farewell. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Locked on Cougars for February 21st, 2019. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day